What started out as a dream Jeff Robinson had in a tent while serving in the Gulf War turned into a staple of downtown Clarksville. Jeff and his wife Sherry chat with Charlie and Katie about the story behind the Black Horse Pub and Brewery. Hear the great story behind the most popular item on their menu. How they survived the tornado that destroyed downtown in 1999. And what's next for the Black Horse in 2020. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. 28 years ago, right, Jeff? March 17th, 1992. You can do the math. I'm not... Okay, so March 17th, so you launched on St. Patrick's Day? That's correct. That's awesome. Yeah, and we, we actually, we're starting off to do, uh, in, in our minds, we're going to do a little bit of a quiet opening, and that's just kind of when it fell, but we didn't have a, a plan, per se, for it, and then the Leaf Chronicle ran a, an article that day, New Pub Opens Downtown. Mm-hmm. On St. Patrick's on Day. On St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day. It, it got it got interesting fast. So did you like because you brew your own beer? Did you do that at home before no, 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 that? No, it, it, when we opened in in March of uh, 1992, we were not uh, brewing our own beer at okay. that time. We we our primary product was a 12 ounce bottle with the pop top with the twist off lid. That that was. The way the beer went then we didn't start brewing beer until 95 so what made you decide to start brewing beer uh we were on a trip out in denver and uh, basically came across one of the the first uh brew pubs in uh-huh. the united states uh place that, called that was before like craft brews was like a thing even. yeah it was before it was much of a thing you were a thing before it was a thing yeah, it's kind of interesting. I think there were, uh, yeah, uh, I think there were seven of them in Tennessee at, uh-huh. at that point in time, and there's two of us still left. In, oh wow! Five, yeah. So that's awesome. So, so how, how did you come there, up there with were, the idea to even open? I mean, where'd that come from? Oh well, now that you know, I was classic deal of uh, uh, I, I was uh, in the 101st for Desert Shield and Desert Storm, and then. Uh, you know, you sit around in a tent in the middle of the desert and you think, well, you know, what would I rather be doing? Uh, <laughs> Drink a beer. The, that list is long, but anyway, the, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, go o- open my own bar is the kind of thing, you know, you start thinking. And then after I came back from that deployment, Sherry and I talked about it. And then we decided at that point in time, uh, we'd probably exit the army and then, uh, and then we needed a job. Yeah. So, you know, that was part of the equation was like, you know, your, your dream is like, Hey, I'd like to own a bar. And then all of a sudden, you know, then you need a job. So I, yeah. you know, what the heck we, we, I talked her into it and we gave it a shot. Did he really talk you into it? Or were you like, Oh, this is like a great idea, hun. <laughs> um, um, he probably talked me into it. Although I did say, um, we're young enough. Um, if it fails, we can start over. Wow, that's pretty supportive. Huh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Charlie and I, Charlie and I love stories of people getting out of Fort Campbell and opening businesses here. We've had several of those. That's pretty awesome. So well, we had our restaurant experience that we went into it with. So okay. we had a little bit of a baseline to work with. That's not I mean, true. She had worked at Corn Dog on a Stick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> corn Dog on a Stick. And I, and In I, high school. <laughs> In high. And then I had been. A stay-at-home mom the yeah. whole time Jeff and I had been married. I bust tables for two two summers. So you ago. had like literally no restaurant management experience. You we, just... didn't, we didn't have a clue. We That's were lucky awesome. That we, yeah, we were lucky that really our first year and a half, mostly we sold 12-ounce bottles. Wow. It took a little while to figure out what we were So doing. you learned how to run a restaurant successfully, and they do run a successful restaurant by just figuring out, just by trial and error. That, and we got uh, very lucky on the front end when we hired uh, some of our first folks that we hired uh we were blessed with people who had a lot more knowledge 
and and were really good at, at uh, a lot of it and they helped us along a lot right on the front end so the question everybody wants to know charlie i know what the question is then ask it well i'm gonna ask it a couple of different ways but who came up with the beer cheese yes. and the recipe <laughs> who gets credit for that um i'm a man named andy Andy Strickland. Mm-hmm. He was our kitchen manager at the yeah. time. Yeah. And probably 98. Because the beer cheese is pretty famous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Andy just came to us one day and he says, hey, I, I've got this, uh, this beer cheese dip. I, you guys give it a try. Tell me what you think. And we're like, well, that's, that's pretty tasty, Andy. We'll put that on the menu. And we did. And it's good. When I think of like successful like restaurants that I love... I always think of they have to have a signature or something or another, like something craveable. What do yep. you crave from that place? If there's something that like you crave for you guys, it's the beer cheese. Like it's your thing. It's like people crave it. It's they're going to go back for it. It's like your signature dish. It yeah, is. It was, it was, it was interesting. A- Andy eventually left us and uh, went to a more controlled environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he started, uh, he was running the, yeah, the, uh, the food, the dining facility in an assisted living center. He said it was great. Oh, wow. You know, three meals a day, same, same customers every time. It was all mm-hmm. like low stress. And, but, but he, he stopped in the restaurant one day, like seven or eight years after he had left us. And, uh, you know, we said, Andy, you are the man. We mm-hmm. owe you so much. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, you gave us beer cheese. Yeah. Right. He's like, I don't remember that. What, what, tell me, tell me what you're talking about. True story. Andy didn't even remember making the beer cheese recipe. Really? He was clueless to the fact that it it had become such a, a, you know, kind of a baseline product for mm -hmm. the the thing you crave, like you said. Well, it's, I don't, I've had many beer cheeses because I'm a dipper person. Like I'm a, I'm a salty. That's my craveable. There's not very many people that have that good of beer cheese, right, Charlie? No, there's not. The, The consistency of it is key. And the recipe is the same as the day that Andy gave it to us. We don't, we've never changed it. It, it's still his recipe and, um, we make it fresh every day. Lots Do you know what it. I asked for? Lots that, of it. <laughs> what I asked for that's not on the menu. And I probably shouldn't say this cause everybody might no, ask. No, don't, ask, don't, don't say it. You want it with pub chips. I do. Every time I go uh, in, I ask for pub chips yeah. and they bring them to me. Yeah, they do. We do. And I like your ranch dressing. Is that, a, that's made in house? We make that in house? Uh huh. Yep. You're making me hungry. I know. I know. We make a lot of stuff in house. We start off every morning. I always say, stuff. can I have some pup chips and ranch? That's what I always get. Oh my goodness. Hey, I'm going to shift, shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about surviving downtown. Right. In 1999. Oh, 99 was rough. Yeah, let's talk about that. How did, what happened in 99 and how did you survive it? Well, you know, uh, I think it was, a tornado? Yeah, the I mean, tornado. Tornado came through and uh, disrupted everybody's life in, in, you know, in downtown and dislocated a lot of people. It took us out for about eight months. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, the main, the, our next door neighbor, uh, Deborah Evans' building is a three-story building. Um, most of her third floor came through the roof of one of our buildings and had to be pulled out of our basement. Oh my! It was uh, it was a huge. So mess. Black Horse was like not closed. as we know today. It was closed. Yeah, closed. we were closed. And, and, okay. And it was interesting because we we made a decision. We had another restaurant in Knoxville at the time, and and we had to make a decision of, of 
you know, what to do next. And we literally sold the, uh, sold the restaurant in Knoxville and, and, uh, concentrated our efforts on, on Clarksville and, and, uh, getting that one going again, uh, which has worked out well now, but at the time, uh, was a really rough decision because, you know, it took seven or eight months, but whatever it was, we got open again and, and we quickly realized that we were open to almost nothing and nobody. Right. Because so much of downtown had been displaced. Uh, you know, we fed construction workers mm-hmm. for a while. So that that was a rough two years. You know, not just the year of the tornado, but but really, I don't think tornado recovery is even done now because there's a lot of vacant lots still left over from the tornado. But the, the next three years was rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that if you look on the side of the uh, big courts facility downtown now, it says 2002 on it. That's when that opened. So, you know, yeah. it was almost... I didn't realize that. And, and a lot of people moved from downtown out to Veterans Plaza. Mm-hmm. Lot, is, that, county, is that when Veterans... See, I wasn't here in 99. I moved here in 07. Is that when it moved? Yeah, the county the county moved a lot of their offices that had been downtown in that block where the court center is now. They took them all out to Veterans Plaza. And so, they never brought them back. And they, <laughs> they never brought them back. So you so, didn't have the people working downtown, no, right? Let me tell you, like right now today, downtown is on the upswing and there's excitement and vibrancy see unlike we've seen in a long time there are still fewer people working downtown today than there were mm-hmm. in 1999 all those oh, bank, wow. it's without a doubt you know the leaf chronicle building had 100 people working at it right it doesn't have them anymore the bank buildings all were populated with banks mm-hmm. and, and they had people in them and then the the county government buildings uh were full of people and they weren't just full of people but i i, I remember the clerk at the time was a lady named will mckay dry you know, mm-hmm. you know, you county where you go get your license plates. Uh-huh. Well, everybody in town had to come down there to get their license plate at the Will McKay Drive's office on Franklin Street. Mm-hmm. So you just imagine the traffic that that would bring right. into downtown. And that's that all got dislocated. So there was this drought between 99 and and you said it's not even there yet. Well, not in terms of it's daytime different. population. Okay. It's different. There, there's uh, more activity on nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. now but the daytime working population is not the same i've never told you this before jeff but i came here in so when i got offered the job here in 07 my husband i started in may my husband and i came to visit clarksville in april of 07 and the when i came here i said okay well where can we eat at you were the first restaurant that we ever ate at in clarksville when we came to visit in april of 07 and i remember lee Irwin saying hey rivers and spires is going on do y'all want to come downtown? And I was like, no, we don't. We're, we want to see what this town's all about. But the first place we ever ate when we moved here was yeah. Black Horse. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Well, it's because people told us. Because at that time, you were the local restaurant. I mean, we didn't want to eat at a chain. Everybody right. can eat a chain anywhere you go. But you were the local place to eat. And um, you were that for a long time. Yeah. You know, the question I want to ask you, you know, the tornado hits, you're building this messed up pretty good how many times between the tornado and you being open did you think okay we need to do something else or we need to move did that ever come up i don't think we got i don't think think so because once we made that decision we were in it yeah (laughs) Yeah. you were in it to win it really i don't think we've ever just we've never discussed um closing leaving doing something else this is no we're just in it that's well, awesome. Well, we're we're happier down there, and I'm, I know there's been a lot lot more challenges between that and economics and people, and 
Um, what, what's in the, what do you see in the future? Are you, you going to status quo where you're at? You're going to try to grow? Is there well, a way in, to grow? No, in, in general, like, you know, we've got a pub on Gay Street in Knoxville now, and we, we've built a brewery in Alcoa. And the, uh, so like Black Horse in general is growing, and, and it's our intention to continue to grow. Um, it's just, we haven't gotten to do everything in Clarksville we wanted to do. <laughs> Some of it's had to go other places. So what is next for you guys? Uh, well, right now, what's next in, in terms of like our Black Horse business mm-hmm. is the, uh, uh, the brewery in Alcoa is up and running. The, the, the pub on Gay Street's doing well, and we're going to uh, our, our next project, if, if, as you, if you will, is to uh, get a restaurant open on the brewery property in Alcoa. Okay. That's, that's our, one of our big goals for 2020. Do you have the same menus over there that you do here? Similar. Okay. A few things are different, but mostly the same. I you know what? I'm just curious. Knoxville doesn't have what pub chips. Well, what? They, actually, they don't have our pizza either, and they don't have pizza. Really? I really like the White Horse pizza. Yeah, yeah the the, yeah. the 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 building we went into in, in Knoxville on Gay Street um, got some size restrictions in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and we had to give something up, and it was the pizza oven. And we get a oh. lot of people that walk in, like from Clarksville, mm-hmm. like to go to football games or basketball mm-hmm. games. Some they're in Knoxville visiting their kids or whatever, and they're like, "Dude, where's the pizza?" Like, it's a problem. The kitchen, I, <laughs> the kitchen there is just really small, and we we couldn't make it all fit. I love the pizza too. But pizza's good. That, that, I get the flatbread sometimes. I do too. Mm-hmm. I do. So, so, Sherry, what's your favorite thing on the menu? If uh, if you went in today, what would you order? If I could eat anything I wanted any day of the week, mm-hmm. um, my favorites are the White Horse, the White Horse is mine, mm-hmm. and the uh, Cajun pasta. Oh, I haven't had that ever. Mm-mm. Oh, what about you? What about you, Jeff? Cajun pasta is pretty darn good. The uh, um, Florentine pasta it was another mm-hmm. pasta option. I, I eat too much of that. <laughs> and, uh, pro- probably second uh, prime rib sandwich. Yeah, I haven't had that. But I will say this, which is, I don't mean this negative it's surprising i think they have one of the best steaks in town there's like you wouldn't expect to go into a pub and have a steak and it be that mouth-watering you'd expect to go to a steakhouse and have a steak like yeah. that but you guys your steak on your menu is one of the best steaks i've ever had the, I, in this I town that. in town appreciate it and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's interesting because we put steaks on a pretty good while ago because really there was it's like you, there's very few local restaurants mm-hmm. um, several years ago. There's a few more now, but the, uh, and there wasn't a steakhouse, quote unquote. There's nobody doing, you know, it was kind of a, sh- a gap in, 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 in the marketplace. And we put it on and it took a while, but we sell a lot of steaks now. I mean, in fact, really, what Jeff eats the most is a strip steak. Oh, really? it's good. Yeah, Charlie, I can't, I can't I believe all that other stuff he said because really, what he loves is. A I know strip you're steak. like a chicken strip person, but this steak you can cut with a fork. I love, I love steak. Then you need to. There's, have you well, had their steak? Charlie, have you not had our steak? I have not. We're gonna go I down get there. Pizza and chips every time, and sometimes pretzel. We're gonna, gonna go have. have we're gonna it. go have the steak. Mm-hmm. You can cut it with a fork. It's so good. That sounds good. It sounds it's like Katie's buying. I will. Sounds like it. Hey, I'm putting it on record. I will buy you a steak. Sweet. Get the yeah. filet. Oh, I will now. Okay. Oh, now that yeah. I know it's on it's, somebody it's, else. It's really good. So let's talk about this real quick before we finish up. Downtown. So downtown is on a verge of like a resurgence mm-hmm. right now. You guys have been through it all in 28 years. Mm-hmm. So um, how excited are you about all this stuff? 
Oh, I'd say we're pretty excited now. I mean, to be honest, like we've seen the surges come and go, and we've seen some really nice people and, and really nice businesses come and go. Yeah. But the, the energy level this time seems to be a little bit different. And, 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 you know, I think we talked about it just a little bit before we started this is, uh, you know, this is the first time we've ever seen like the local government mm-hmm. make uh, significant imp- uh, action and investment. Uh, and you know, in this in this case, it's Montgomery County is leading the way with the uh, the uh, impact. Da- well, the downtown commons mm-hmm. first. Right. You know, two years ago, the downtown commons is is the definition of a blighted building. Mm-hmm. It's an empty, vacant building with a parking lot that was even not even very well maintained. It was blight. And that now that blighted property is is this beautiful park and and will be full of it's full of people all the time. Right. So like that was a great catalyst uh, for for showing you know what can happen, you know, and then, and then you come on with the, the multi-purpose event center, which is, is going to be a huge investment. And then the hand families investing right. down and there. All of a sudden, you know, the Riverview is, is no longer the Riverview. It's a Hilton and, you know, it's got a bunch of nice property and, you know, development sitting in front mm-hmm. of it and, and the whole quality level of all of it goes up. And then we've got, you know, events, mm-hmm. we've never had, you know, you mentioned rivers and spires, you know, that's, you know, a life that was an event that you know once a year, three or four days that lasted several years, but it's not the same as as having like events like two or three times a week in a place that holds five or six thousand people. You know, we're we're bringing people into town. I think it's it's going to be significant. I think it's significant not just for downtown, but for all the Clarksville. Just think how much beer cheese they could sell at a concession <laughs> stand in the multi-purpose event center. You we could just have a beer cheese stand. We need it. You're right. That's and, a great idea. A beer cheese and gotta do it. That and your beer and our beer. And that's you don't what have I'm to that's all we need. Else. Well, you know they, you know Budweiser I'm distributes you, their right beer, now. so maybe they need to get Budweiser to sponsor the impact, and then yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just telling you, a beer cheese tap down there. <laughs> I mean, you would be in business. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I apologize ahead of time if anybody comes in asking for pub chips. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. They, they're doing that, too. Well, I want to thank you guys because I, re- I know that for 28 years going through the da- ups and downs of this community. And, Jeff, I think you and Sherry have always been an advocate for this community and sometimes vocal. But I think that your heart has always been in the right place and you've always wanted this community to grow. And I think you two have s- saw the potential of this community when others did not. Or you wouldn't have been here this long, right? We do love Clarksville. Yeah. And, and we love downtown. Vocal, but somebody keeps telling me to stop. You've told me that before. <laughs> You've told me that before. So It's good advice, though. Yeah, Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for investing in our community. Right, Charlie? That's right. We appreciate um, y'all coming in. Well, thanks, Clarks. We, we thank Clarksville. And I'm supporting us. Well, I am 28 years. I am taking, we're going to have a date night, me and Steve, Charlie and Tracy, and we're coming down and having a steak. I hope it's delicious. On me, Charlie. It'll be great because I have beer cheese, a steak. Some I drink uh, sometimes the Black Horse. Is that what it's called? Black Horse Ale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one Mm -hmm. I drink. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.